Yeah, what's up? How's it going? Last exit of Brooklyn. Tom yeah. McCaffrey, Eric Bronstein. Took Those a while to get to the chorus, but I, I was like, I like listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just it's a that's such a classic song. This is a great song, and uh, also like. Well, great California song. Yeah, it all is. those California a lot reference. of references yeah, yeah. that I didn't understand when it came out because <laughs> it was like '89, I think. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, right there. Yeah, uh, one of the best albums of the '80s, by the way. I always thought. What's it called? Full Moon Fe- Fever. Uh, okay. What else is on there? Uh, I won't back down. Yeah. Running down a dream. You know that song? Yeah, that's a pretty good one. You're so bad. You're so, so bad. bad. It, yeah. What about the one? Um, don't come around here no more. Is that on there? That's the one before that. Okay, what was yeah. the name of that album? Forgot. Uh, oh, something Southern uh, Accents, I think. We're talking about Tom Petty, by yeah, the way. Yeah, Tom Petty, I guess. Well, as of right now, it's like 7 o'clock on October 2nd. It says that he, there are reports that he died, but it's not. There's other reports that say that's not official right. yet. So I don't know what's going on. I mean, at the very least, he's like in like critical condition from yeah. a heart attack. Sick, only 66 years old. I know. I mean, Super I, I, young. Imagine if he lived... I mean, I know. That's what I was thinking. Because yeah. after that, I mean, like, I don't know. People just like really like want someone to to be dead or something. They're just like, all right, he's dead. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's such a bummer because I never saw him live, and that he just toured. Yeah, yeah. especially in Forest Hills Tennis Stadium. I wanted to. I was gonna see it, and I was like, <laughs> I'm such an. I always like do that. I always like miss these huge like, <laughs> and it'll be like, oh, where was it? It'd be like, oh, it was like in the apartment next door to you, <laughs> the concert. I'm like, oh yeah, I couldn't have made that. <laughs> Um, I mean, I, he was like one of my favorite growing up. I loved was he really? Pe- oh yeah, he was just like one of. I wasn't like into, yeah, I wasn't into like hip hop as much as you were. Really yeah, no, I, I, he was. Yeah. I think I was telling you before. He was like the first artist that I heard when I was really young and liked. Yeah, where you know, like you know, you know, when you you get to a certain age, you don't really know music. Yeah, probably like your first seven or eight years, you're just listening to like. And the wheels go round yeah. and round. You know, you don't know what music is, but yeah. that was, he was the first one that I heard that I was like, oh, this is, like, good. And he was the, one of the first guys to really use the MTV well, because that couple of that video, ever see the video for Don't Come Around Here No More? Yeah, the whole Alice yeah, yeah. in Wonderland. It's a really great video. I, it's it's actually, I think, directed by someone famous. Oh, I, could, I, I totally I think totally it's Phil that. Joanu. Uh, who direct? <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> you making up names now. Um, he well, he directed Ral and Hum. That oh movie. yeah, but he's directed like I think he directed like uh, I might be completely wrong. I could I could buy that. He directed a movie with like uh, Sean Penn and Gary Oldman. What was that movie about the Irish Mafia? Oh yeah, uh, I don't remember it, but I know the movie. Yeah, I think it was called. <laughs> no, I, it was like a good movie. It was kind of the first. But, Gary and Oldman Petty, movie. and you remember Petty then? Uh, 
that was kind of a comeback for him too, a little bit with that that album. And then he, he which did, one? The Don't Come Around Here one? No, that wasn't not as big. And this Full Moon Fever was a monster hit for him. Like, yeah, I, maybe it wasn't even a comeback. It just put him in the stratosphere. Yeah, and um, then he he did the uh, Traveling Woolberries, remember? Yeah, and they had some good songs. And they I only know the one. It's all right. You know, that's their big song, right? Yeah, and Handle with Care. Handle the line. You know, you know the Handle with Care. No. Yes, you do. I probably. Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. But I remember that traveling Wilbur. I'm Wilbur's. so tired of being lonely. Oh yeah, yeah. it was with Roy Orbison. Yeah. he died right after they like came out with an album. Right. Though, right. Um, I remember that end of the line song. It's a great song. It too. is a really good song. And I had like gone through. This was like 11 years ago. I'd gone through this really bad breakup, and like, I was like, it had been a while, and I was like, you ever, you ever go through something like that, and like you're getting over it, but then you start to get really frustrated how like you're not getting over it fast enough. Yeah. Fuck, sorry, it's my phone. Um, I just remember hearing that song in the car, and like, it like kind of, I felt like it was the last thing that got me over my breakup. Right. I don't know why. Is it Tom Petty calling? Probably. <laughs> Tom, I wanted you to be the first to know <laughs> that I'm okay. I'm going to play a little bit of the song. Sorry, is that okay? Yeah. But I mean, I always remember this song because great of song. that. I knew the song, and I remember for some reason it like made me feel better. Oh, it's a great about song. About the breakup. It's George Harrison right there. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's like a sick band. It's a, it was a super band. I'll tell you who. Yeah, isn't it like Bob Dylan in it? Dylan. Jeff Lynn. I feel like I didn't realize this at the time. Right. I think this is for Petty Combs. Yeah. Perfect timing with the phone. <laughs> All right. I, I always thought... Um, that Petty actually sounded like Bob Dylan, but Bob Dylan could never really sing. His voice sucks, you know? Did but, it? I know everyone says it. I mean, but that's the thing is, like, it made it, uh, that, I mean, I don't know. That's what made it unique. But then that's weird because but, a lot of people are, bad. like, I, I'm not a good singer. People would be like, this guy's great. <laughs> I mean, it was just writing and everything, Yeah, too. but that's what I'm saying is that Bob Dylan's great. He just wasn't a great singer. And I always felt like Tom Petty sounded the way Bob Dylan should have sounded. Because they're similar, but Bob Tom Petty could sing. He could yeah. actually sing, but they were very similar in their styles. Right. It was actually a funny. Did you ever see that? Old, it was an old Silent Live sketch. It was really funny. It was uh, Dana Carvey did uh, Bob Dylan and T- David Spade did, did Tom Petty. Tom Petty, and they're both talking like to the each other. On. Yeah, they're both talking to each other, and none of them make sense because they oh yeah talk like this. Oh wow, they're, really? No, uh, I never saw that. It's really funny. I sketch. do remember that when he would play Tom Petty, because like sometimes he would do that. Like like one time he did it, I guess early on during the time where. Uh, the band is remember like in between sketches. Yeah, the band yeah. would play. Yeah. What was his name? That weird guy who would always be like playing uh, the guitar. D Smith or G G E Smith. Yeah, yeah, G E Smith. And like he was David Spade was dressed as Tom Petty and like yeah. pretending to be Tom Petty. Um, but so like, what's one of your what, what what is your favorite Tom Petty? A quick thing about that song, Free Falling. First of all, it's my dad's favorite song. Yeah. Like, and my dad likes like four. My dad's one of those guys that likes like three things. Yeah, that's a classic. And that is like the song he always would go to. And that is, I mean, obviously that's a really good song, but what really kind of drove home what a great song that is to me is in, in Jerry Maguire. You remember? That's what I was just going to bring up. Oh, is it really? Yeah, and that's a, it's a, it is a great driving song. It is. He's driving, he's, he just got to the, the close the deal. Yeah, with Cush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, that's such a great scene because it's so real where you're like really excited and, you're, and he's trying to sing along to a song and he can't find a good song to sing along to. And then he finally finds one. Yeah. 
and I'm free. Yeah, I, that was actually a great. That was so realistic because you, you you've been in that situation before. Yeah, right? and yeah. in other movies, it, it's funny how like Cameron, Crow, you know, sometimes he'll ha- he's good at those little like s- specific detail things, minutia of life of how that happened. Right. Because in other movies, they would have a scene like that, but they would always just already be at the song or yeah. they would just be playing it over the scene. There was another Tom Cruise movie that really resonated with me, something that I did in my life. You ever seen Mission Impossible? Yeah, that part when, 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 he, they, go, when he goes through the ceiling. And right, he, and then a, a part with me is when he <laughs> I was just that shit. No, I know, I know. When you robbed the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it was when he fucked that hot chick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I was like, that's like me. Exactly like you. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, this is so great. What about War of the Worlds? That was kind of like my life, too. Yeah, when... Um, when you uh, abandon your kids, <laughs> I don't even. I was trying to find it. That, that's a. Uh, it's a good. So that, that's it. Well, we'll one time, I actually took my autistic brother across country. Yeah, and that, right, that was that was very realistic too. <laughs> and it was it, was your autistic brother a great actor too? Great actor, and yeah, you know, could count matchsticks when you drop them on the ground. Or I, I met Dustin Hoffman right after that movie, uh-huh. like won everything. I met him like for, literally for like one second. I I went to I was getting out of high school and I knew all these girls and we were we went to that performing arts school and uh, they ran into this girl they knew on the street and we were they were talking to her and I looked and it was Dustin Hoffman and his wife it was his daughter uh, them, the, the girls I was with knew oh cool was he cool um, I remember I was with another friend of mine who who's an actor um, and we were like hey man like we were really big fans and he was he just was like mm-hmm. All right. He didn't. I heard for a while he kind of became like that Rain Man type guy. Oh, really? But well, I don't know. Maybe he just didn't want to talk to him. Yeah, because you're, you know, because you're a stranger and eight million people I approach know. him a yeah, day. Yeah. You know? What a dick! You don't want to talk to some sixteen-year-olds. <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah. yes, no. So, what's your favorite Tom Petty song? I, I I just was downloading a lot of them today. I mean, I love um, I love that whole album. But with Running Down a Dream, I like that song. Um, you you don't know how it feels. I was gonna say that's the one I'm looking yeah. up right now. I love and that's that the song. one that when it was and that was in the mid '90s and when they they w- he said smoke another joint on it yeah. and on those radio stations they wouldn't say joint Let's smoke another hmm. yeah they like take it out it's really weird <laughs> like, I wonder much, what he's saying yeah but you think about how much things have changed now dude know? I watch TV I there's shows now like um that FX show Horror Story. Yeah. They say fuck the yeah. entire show. <laughs> I was watching The Deuce. Do you watch that? No, no. Do you know what that is I with James Franco, Maggie Gyllenhaal about like prostitutes? Dude, they, they they show them blowing dudes, but then like they sh- there's they showed the guy's dick. Oh man. Can you believe I was like what the fuck is well, this? It's HBO. Is that show good? I can't yeah. That show just seems like it's so trying too hard. It's like Oh, it's the seventies. We're in our seventies outfits, and it's it's like they're incorporating everything that worked in some other show, right? Thing there, it's just too. Like I, 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 don't, I think it's good. I, I feel like it's like I don't know. It's not really nothing's going on. You know, sometimes they do that with shows where like they're like this show's so great because like nothing's happening. I've talked about this where yeah. like you don't know what's happening. You know, and it's so it's kind of like. It's following a bunch of storylines, but like nothing is really happening. In it. And I right. guess it's supposed to be kind of the opposite of vinyl because vinyl was like was over the top. Kind of was kind of like, and then we got the record. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. It didn't, this is more like subtle, realistic, you know, All I right. guess All like right. and, you know, the, it looks really good, even though some, sometimes the wigs are so bad. I'm like, come on. Just get these actors to grow their hair or hire another guy. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> did everybody in 1970 have long hair and mustache? I guess they might have. You know? <laughs> I guess in this show they do. But when I saw that, I mean, Maggie Gyllenhaal, every scene, she's just blowing dudes. And then uh, they show the guy's yeah. dick. I was like, I, mean, I was watching the new edition story, uh-huh. which is on like a regular network. And there's scenes where Bobby Brown's being blown. Oh, wow. And they show his dick? No, they they cut the line there, but still, I was like, dude, what? Yeah, this is like you can't like. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like you can't, you know. Before it was like, when 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 we were young, saying bitch was a big deal. I know at that time. I, I remember that petty. And I remember though, even listening to that on the radio, and they go and get another. I'm, even at that point, I was like, really? It's joint. It's not yeah. even. Let's smoke another. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I wonder what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, and it's just so. Here, I, I I'll tell you why I love. It. I mean, I love that song, but. Yeah. Um. I guess I don't have to play every song. <laughs> I wrote I, I wrote a uh, screenplay years ago, and I actually like got it to this like producer director guy. He's like Jay Sh- Shandrasekhar. Uh-huh. Jay Sh- Oh, the guy for that. The guy who directed Super Troopers, Super Troopers and yeah. Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. And he's in that Broken Lizard thing. Yeah. And he read it and he liked it. I went to LA and like met with him. It didn't go anywhere, but it was it was cool. To, like I met with that guy for like an hour. Right. Um, what does that have to do with Tom Petty? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I just wanted to tell about that. It's because I, I think it's a really funny script, and I would always tell people that, and they were always like, "Wow, it's a really good idea." It was a, it was about a guy who like got pla- you know he's a loser and he got plastic surgery to look like Matt Damon, and uh-huh. so he looks exactly like Matt Damon, and so everyone thinks he's Matt Damon, and. Um, him and his friend, his friend's like a loser too. They kidnap Matt Damon and like tie him up and put him in their apartment. Yeah. And then he just moves into Matt Damon's mansion with his friend and takes over his life. That's funny. And he just kind of like ruins Matt Damon's acting career because he's a bad actor. You know, you could actually do that now and I know the actor. Who? That guy Jesse Plemons, the one that, who looks like Matt Damon. He's like, he was in that show. Um, well, I would do it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, he's in uh, Breaking, Breaking Bad. Yeah, and they call they called him Meth Damon on the show. Oh, really? Because he looked just like Matt well, Damon. Well, in the thing, it would be Matt Damon would be playing both parts. Oh, I see, I see. Um, but I, you could kind of do it with any different. I just thought Matt Damon was a funny one. So right. anyway, um, the whole thing is that he... I based it on, the, you know, there was a show on MTV called I Want a Famous Face. This is what was the impetus of it. And it was people would get plastic surgery to look like celebrities. Uh, and I was like, wow, this is like, what has this come to that now this is where we are, that people are getting plastic. Like, that's how much people hate themselves and worship celebrities. Right. So the whole movie is supposed to be like he finds who he really is and wants to be himself. And he be- and he becomes famous in his own right because of what happens and then he looks like himself at the end and then at the end he goes to like a big Hollywood party and there's a guy there who looks like him. Oh, that's funny. That's plastic surgery look like him. Yeah. And, I, and in the script, the closing song is that you don't know how it feels to be me. Oh, yeah, I, got the, I just thought that was like a cool... Yeah. You're um, like Tarantino. You're writing the, you're writing the thing as you're... You yeah, the soundtrack totally. while you're writing it. You when know? I would write scripts, I would do that. Like oh, yeah. I would always like have a song. I just did that recently. Another song, but yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? No, I've read. Oh, okay. Have you ever written a screenplay? <laughs> I, I've written some ideas. I had an idea once that was I thought was a good idea. A guy to get plastic surgery, look at Ben Affleck. It was Affleck. almost a slightly similar to your to your thing. Was it? Not really, though. Okay. This was just it was like a few years back, and I wrote like an outline of it. It was a few years back, and there was some I forgot artist. Who was it? Where they were where they were a singer that was so fucked up, right? Yeah. That they this person was not showing up to concerts and stuff like that. So they hired someone else. No, no, so no, no. So okay. Basically, 
the, then the actually Vegas was ta- or not Vegas, but there was some website that was taking odds whether that person would show up to the next concert. Oh, okay. And my idea was like this desperate guy. <laughs> he needs money really badly. So he like kidnaps him. So he, I, I think it was more not kidnapping. It was like party made the to find the guy and party with him so much that he can't show up to so the almost guy's. similar to like get him to the greek but the opposite yeah it kind of started sort of like that but i yeah. think i thought of it before then but just he fucked him fucks him up it was such a weird yeah idea. that's funny yeah did you ever write any of it i wrote like an outline of it but i thought it was too kind of specific i don't know I, it's, yeah uh, that, might, that might be i i've yeah they're, they're kind of hard to write I mean, for a while i was really into writing screenplays i would write them like one after the other oh nice and a few of them got like I got into people, but they just you know screenplays, especially now, it's just like, and this was back you know like ten, eleven years yeah. ago. Like they just you know it's hard to get people to like sign on to do them. You know, yeah. like even if you're someone big reads them, they're like, yeah, I don't know, maybe yeah. you're better off just making the movie though. That's, that's kind of what I finally did yeah. with my movie. I just was like, I'm gonna, I just that's why I made that movie, Adventures in Comedy. By the way, everyone. Available on everything <laughs> except Netflix. Hey, there's a lot of death today. No, no plugs. Yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah. So we, you you mentioned Vegas. So I, we can just talk about this for a second. So for a I, second. I mean, I don't. I don't really want to get into it because uh, okay. it's not really like. I don't know what else I could it's say about it. Though, yeah, it? I know. <laughs> Enough times passed. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for like going to a show and waiting for the shitty jokes already uh, about it. Well, you know what I like today though, because finally. You know the the Vegas shooting. People would not want to talk because, like the NRA people, would be like, "It's not the right time," and yeah. they would only always do that. So you, you know, that this is the time you talk about it when this shit happens. Right, right. You talk about climate change when there's a hurricane because if you don't, people forget about the shit. Yeah, yeah. And Especially it, now. And even today, I know me, but I was you know, on Twitter. Everyone immediately was like, "Gun control, gun control." You say it. Right. Day of. You know, I read a thing. I already read a Facebook post. You know, a right wing person I know, kind no kind of, yeah, was like not the right shitting time. on no, like attacking Hillary Clinton. I guess for making a comment about maybe gun control. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, "How dare you?" You know, these people are die. People are dying, and people are bloody, just been killed, and you're already making. St-. I was like, "Jeez," yeah. I feel like that's like a little soon to just be get. To just be so angry, know. you know what I mean? She's a private citizen. She can say whatever the fuck she I wants. I know. I don't understand. Like, why are you attacking her? Just for, and I mean, like, the, the and your president is a, a public citizen, and and he, and he says horrible things I seven know. times a day. Jesus, that whole uh, the Puerto Rico when he yeah. was like attacking the the mayor. Oh my god, that like really sickened me. Yeah, because that was like a new. Le- I was like, dude, what are you like? I know he's crazy and everything, and he just said, but it's like. I don't know. It's that thing again. I'm like, what? What are people seeing in this guy? Because he's feeding red meat to the base. Like it was like t- not really even tinged. It was so racist. He goes, these people can't take care of themselves. They you want everything he, done for. I yeah, mean, like you know what he's trying to say there. You know. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's yeah, they're Puerto Ricans. Right. Do you think he knows it's a U.S. territory? I think he knows. He, I think he, he someone's had to have told. But I mean, I'm talking about like people that like I know who like still you know justified voting for that aren't like such you know all right wing crazy right. people i don't know i just feel like it's getting to the point where like if you voted for him i'm like i don't like my opinion of you really drops but they're the, the they're, his base is only <laughs> happy they care i was only happy if the other side is angry 
They don't care about. Right. They just want to anger liberals. But it's that big. I mean, the people outside of that. I guess I'm talking about the Jill Stein people too. Fuck like them, man. I know. Like um, and you're hearing more rumors that she took money from Russia. You know. <laughs> of course. I mean, that's the other thing. This whole thing with like the the flag and the national anthem, and yeah. it's like respect our country it's just kind of like what about you dude like you colluded with russia i don't know it's just such an odd and how about this these guys you know that's a first amendment issue right yeah those guys were like you know we believe in the first amendment but there should be some restrictions you shouldn't you shouldn't protest like that but when it comes to the second amendment the one with the guns right they're like oh no restrictions at all you can have any gun you can have a fucking silencer or whatever the fuck they're trying to pass even though there are things like i've read cases about the second amendment where people will want to have like a just a gun to protect themselves but there's a thing that that's not wasn't really what it was meant for in the constitution like bare arms didn't mean you should just have guns in your house of course um so it's it's 200 years ago why are we listening to this guard no it's really the the whole thing and i've gotten into you know conversation but when you get into conversation with someone who like adamantly is on that side of the gun uh, discussion who you know is all for like no regulation you can, it it immediately turns into they just scream at you yeah. and they get mad they're just like because the whole thing of like they'll be like I don't understand they want to like regulate like you know automatic weapons like you shouldn't do that and I'm like well I think it's like so that I, got, I had a conversation so yeah. I'm like I think it's because like if you go somewhere and you're crazy and you, they don't want to make it so easy to just murder so many people yeah. You know, and they're like, well, they shouldn't be able to, like, regulate that. And I'm like, well, I think they're just trying to give people a fighting chance <laughs> if someone's murdered. And they're like, right. but people still will get killed. I'm like, yeah, but not as many. Yeah, and that's the whole thing. And it's like, you know, some people say this was an ISIS guy. And if, if it is, you know, or he was, you know, yeah. they'll, they'll be like, well, you see, it was ISIS. That's why he did it. Yeah, that might be true. But like, here's the thing, though. If, if this is an ISIS guy, right? I don't think it is. But let's just say it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Right? He, he, what he really wanted to do was take a bomb and throw it in there. Right. But you know why he couldn't get, take a bomb and do that? Do because that? he... You can't buy a fucking bomb in right. a fucking store in Walmart. But you, but you can just get, like, machine guns. Yeah. So if you he can't get some machine gun, then the next thing is, like, you know, you throw a knife or you... You know, you drive a car. But, right. But that shit doesn't kill, like you said, so many people. Yeah. You know? So that... I think the most striking thing when I was first watching it is that uh, this guy has like a girlfriend. <laughs> <I know. He's> like, <laughs> like they kept being like his girlfriend. He's like sixty five. She looks okay. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, <laughs> I know. this girl won't text me back. I don't understand. This guy is. Hey, did you see his brother and his brother? Oh, I saw that was that was a really early interview. His brother's just kind of like, I don't know, man. He's like weird. No, but his brother said something that was kind of funny. What he was like, he goes, he was a regular guy. He had like no guns, and then he swear to God, he goes like this. He had no guns. All right, yeah, he had a couple of handguns in his house. But that's all I saw. A couple of handguns. That's this is his exact words. He yeah, said, he had a couple of handguns, but that's it. That's all he had was a couple of, I think I saw a rifle or two. Right. Th- and all of a sudden, this list is getting bigger all of a sudden. It's so, kind of like in The Jerk. Did you ever see that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't need anything except for this ashtray. <laughs> I don't need any of this paddle right. game. <laughs> I don't need one more. I need this. So, you, li- so you saw the guy with a sub... A to- with some sub- machine gun, but you did see him have a lot of guns. So yeah. it maybe was a little of a red flag. Yeah. You know? Does he say anything else about it? I just remember he was like, 
I mean, obviously, he seemed freaked out. Cause well, when you're the relative, when that shit always happens, they always get the relative. And the relative, if they're smart, they get in front of it because they're, you know people are going to want blood. They want the relative. Right. So they were I have nothing. I don't even know this guy. Yeah. He's my brother. He's my wife. I, this guy, like, played it all wrong. Yeah. He, I know he had guns. <laughs> but he still was like, I didn't even know, you know, that type of thing. <laughs> I didn't even know he was gonna go to that hotel. <laughs> so what? It was just like a concert, and then he just started. Is there anything, but any motive that they found? He killed himself. Yeah. Well, happened? I think the the new thing now is with the concerts like Ariana Grande is that she was in an open area too, because you know in these concerts you can't bring in guns. They have metal detectors and stuff like that. But if yeah. it's an open area place. You could probably, with a gun from far away, pick people off. Yeah. You know, if you, if you have a concert in, like, a stadium that's really closed off, that's impossible to do. Yeah. I feel like that maybe you're going to start seeing less concerts of where course. it's like just on a lawn somewhere. Now, you know? every, it's just everything changed. They, they make it, <laughs> these people, all they do is just ruin security for everyone. <laughs> like, the planes. I mean, getting on a plane now is, like, unbearable. I know. And I always get pulled over and, like, fucked with. <laughs> I, I'm, like, terrified when I get on a plane. Like, the flying part is, isn't even, like, the scary. But, you know what I mean? It's just, like, oh, I'm going to be in line. I know. Got to take off your shoes. Sho- the shoes thing is really, like, we, they have to figure something out. But I, told, I think I told you this once. One time, the lines are really backed up. And they're like, we're really backed up, so we're not going to do the shoe thing today. I'm like, well. Why don't we ever just not do that? <laughs> what, what airport, airport was I think that? It was like LaGuardia, but I was like, then if you don't have to do it now, they're basically saying it's bullshit. So we're just not yeah. going to do it. There's yeah. got to be something that like that can change some kind of policy that they can finally change. I don't know why is it because that one guy lit his shoe on fire. Yeah, but they give you these full body scans. No, now? I know it's an, it's so ridiculous. Uh, That's the one I hate the most. I don't know why I hate the shoes the most. I hate the shoes too. It's yeah. really hard. You, you you have to keep track of so much shit when you're going yeah. through like your shoe, and then they're like, you you have to put your shoes in like a separate bin. Yeah. Your computer, you're, you're using like eight bins. Yeah, and then you have to when you get them, you have to find a place to put them back on and tie them. Yeah, and it's like you know. Soon you're not even going to be able to have legs. <laughs> no feet anymore. They're fucking crazy with the laptops too, right? They are. They're. Yeah. They're. They're just. And also, they're just. The TSA's are just dicks on yeah. top of it. They always. Yeah, they pat down grandmas and. They know, pat me down, and I got pat de- patted down once, like, re- like to a point. Where I was like, "This dude, come on! <laughs> like, you're jerking me off." <laughs> you got a little thrill there, though. I mean, isn't that a big complaint for a lot of? I mean, I've had that happen where I'm like, "Dude, stop!" Do I didn't say anything. I'm like, "Really? Like, why do you keep doing that?" Did you see that one? He video? didn't even work there. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even at the airport. Yeah, <laughs> it was at the deli. <laughs> you ever see that's like one video? Is like it was a special needs kid or an autistic kid, and the fucking this guy must have been a pedophile or something. He was an old guy, and he's patting this kid down for a good fifteen minutes. Really? Like the kid's seven. Yeah. All right, and Jeez. he's special. And you see the guy really, I'm like, this guy looks creepy. Like, Right. Know. Where's Brian Hansen for that shit? <laughs> um, so, yeah, the Vegas. Thing. So, yeah, it was a pretty... Uh, it's pretty terrible, man. Up, man. It's like, you know, it's the biggest... It is, right? The biggest mass massacre. Until the next shooting. one, which is going to be... Next what was one. the biggest one before that? I think oh, the Pulse. Yeah. Well, that was like, what, two years ago? A year and no, a half ago? That was a year ago. And but that Was that a gay club? Yeah. In Florida? Yeah. And a guy just went in with a machine gun. Yeah, How did he get in? He just walked in with a machine gun. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't. I, I know that was like he said that he was affiliated with ISIS. You know that. Right? Guy. Did they just say that? Well, ISIS actually took responsibility today for this, and I 
and I almost believed it because apparently ISIS has this rule that they won't take responsibility until the guy who does it is dead for some reason. If the guy's that's still large, ISIS won't say anything. So really? right after they killed him, ISIS said, oh, yeah, he was ISIS. Because, because he can't say anything, that it's not ISIS? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's no, just, just, I don't yeah. know. Like, he, he just seemed like some dude in I mean, ISIS dudes are just white dudes in Vegas, in, like, I America. The demographic does not fit It doesn't all. seem like. I think he, sometimes you can just be, like, fucked up. Yeah. I don't know. Like, well, we, you know. It was have right, you been to Vegas? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Do you like it? No, not really. How many times have you been? They used to go a lot for work and stuff. Yeah. yeah, for work, <laughs> for process, honey, it's work related. They, but that's the thing, Vegas now. Last time I was there, gambling is so secondary there because you can gamble anywhere now in the world, and you have online gambling. Yeah, so that's why Atlantic City's falling apart because it doesn't offer anything much else. Really? No, you can gamble online. Yeah, anywhere, anywhere. Oh. So, or and they have the reservations and stuff, and the, so now they're these Vegas and all these. But Vegas was the the, the beginning. Where they, they have to make it more about the experience outside of gambling. They want you right. to gamble, but you don't have to. And Vegas, when you walk, go down the strip in Vegas now, you don't even see signs for casinos or gambling. You see signs for Celine Dion, yeah. this person, this person. And they make a lot of money on those yeah. things. You know? I don't, I've been to Vegas like four times. I don't like it. No. I'm not that into I just don't think it's fun. I literally, it's only for gambling and like prostitutes, yeah. right? <laughs> And I've never done the prostitute thing there, so like, the only, or anywhere. <laughs> the only thing I like, last time I was there, I was like walking, walking down the strip, and you know how guys sell like water, like on the streets yeah. in New York City. Some guy was selling cans of beer for a dollar, you know. Yeah. And I was like, "Is this fine?" And everyone's like, "Oh yeah." I'm like, "You can just do this, buy, and then you can just buy the beer on the street and walk around on it with it on the street with it." An open container? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess you can walk around with the drinks there. Yeah. I just feel like it's like it's really gross and like if you're not into gambling, or, I just feel like it's nothing but bad things. It's not It's not as bad as like Atlantic City is all about gambling now. Yeah. I mean, it was always, but they didn't really like, they didn't spread it spread out more and do other things. That's why it's falling apart. You know, right. Because there's nothing else to do. Um, Vegas. Yeah. There are other things. It's just very, to me, too Disney now. But like what? It's the, very what, Disney. You know, yeah. What other things though? I, isn't it only strippers and prostitutes? Mm. Like if you want to do family things, that's a weird thing. There's always like families. Oh yeah. Well, that because they've made it very family focused. But then you you walk down the street and they're handing out flyers for like prostitutes, yeah. and they're handing them to like families. I know. Like there will be a family. I'm like, dude, that, I don't think the family wants that. <laughs> But well, that's where you're taking your family. Like, why would you take because them there? I, no, I kind of because I mean, you see, there was a country music concert there. Yeah, and that's you know, there's, there's things going. But on. don't they have concerts other places too? They do. I don't know. It just seems it's just like I don't like that. I don't like it there. Um, some people really get into it though. I don't. I don't. I never understood. I no. mean, I understand if you're going there to like have sex with prostitutes, yeah. then it's yeah. But if you're not, and ga- I mean, when I go there, I, I gamble. But I always think, first of all, guys like me and you, like, you live in New York, right? A lot of people go to Vegas because they live in a small town place. Yeah. And this is just incredible to them. There's so many things they can do that they can't do in their hometown. Yeah. We live in New York. We can do, outside of the gambling, which you can do online, or probably there's illegal places you can go. Yeah. Well, you there's can prostitutes here. Yeah, there's shows. There's prostitutes. So no, one, none of this stuff, I've been on a cruise 
once, and it was so boring. But everyone on the cruise was so excited because of gambling, because of gambling and shows and stuff. And you like, went on a cruise like ten years ago. Yeah, I went on a cruise once. I went on a Disney cruise. It's, I, <laughs> it was fine. I just there was nothing. There was no gambling. Oh, okay. It was all tailored to kids, right? Um, I didn't like it that much, and I felt like kind of like uneasy for like five days after I got off. Like yeah. you still feel like you're moving. Yeah, and plus it's nothing that when you grow up in this area, and this is not special. But if you grow, grow up in Nebraska, that shit, the lights and all that stuff, it's yeah. really fucking exciting for these people. Yeah, know? and now watching the Deuce, not that I was like, it takes place maybe like a few years before I was born. Yeah. But yeah, I grew up when like the New York was like that, and I remember you probably do too. Where like. Yeah. You'd walk around, you know, I, I remember being really young and being taken around the city a little bit and just being like, oh, my God, yeah. like, what is this? <laughs> it just looked horrible. But the thing is, I mean, that shows like Times Square in the back. And I still, even though people thought that was cooler, it's better now. Over there. It is. It you was know, think, dangerous. It was there. really bad. I yeah. remember being terrified of yeah. it. Like in Times Square, it was just terrifying and disgusting. And uh, the subways were just really terrifying. I mean, it's better now, but it's too much better. It got too much yeah. better because now, like, it's ridiculous. I mean, living here is just like a night. I mean, you well, know, it's like Disney wise. though. Disney World in Times Square now, you know. Yeah, this might be a good segue. So I, I watched the Seinfeld Netflix thing. Yeah, me too. Um, did you like it? I liked it actually. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it. I thought it was okay. It just seemed very like, what, what's the point of this? There wasn't much of a point, and I just liked the history, and he did all, mostly all of his old jokes and stuff like that. Yeah, he basically did all of his old yeah. jokes, which but that, was I think that was the point of it, though. But it was just funny because he talks about doing stand-up and how he started in the 70s. I feel like there was a time when, like, it was easier to do things because not everyone was doing it. You know what I mean? And, like... He was like, I auditioned at the strip, and they like immediately started giving me spots. And you know, I was like, Wow, that's really. <laughs> and I think it's because no one. It was new. It was like a new thing, stand up. And I remember he said something in the documentary. He's like, Yeah, we didn't even get paid. Unlike now, you comics who get paid to do spots around the city. I'm like, Yeah, not, that hasn't changed. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, sometimes you will, but not like yeah. for regular spots. It's either small money or no money. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't know what. So, and I mean, I thought it was okay. I, I don't. It was kind of interesting how he, he went through, but at the same time, it, it felt sort of irrelevant to me. Does that make sense? Well, you should watch, because my friend told me to watch this. The, it's on Amazon. It's a history of the comic strip. Oh, really? Have you watched that one? No, it's a good. It's a lot of... this. Sign, but it covers all the comics, and there's a lot of comics we know in there too. And oh, really? It's about the history of the club, and I thought you had Paul Reiser and yeah, and people like that were in it. It also gives a kind of skewed idea of comedy clubs and yeah. what it's like to hang out there. Because he was like, "Oh, it was so great! I just be here all the time, and my friends were here, and it was so great." And I'm like, "Really?" I, I, but I'm like, I guess I started at a bad time when like people weren't very welcoming. Uh, like I would hang out at clubs, and people weren't nice <laughs> to me there. I kind of agree. In 1980 something, if Seinfeld, there was like less comics. If Seinfeld was playing at the strip and he killed, and he's one of the few real comics around in the city because there's not a lot, he was probably getting tons of. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. He kind of talks about that, yeah. but he does it, he does it in a very Seinfeldy way. Yeah. There were women at the bar and wanted to talk to me. I was like, I remember when he dated that uh, Shoshana Lonstein. Yeah. Oh my god, that, I thought that chick was like the hottest. No, he dated before that. He dated Tawny Katane. He did. Yeah, when she was in White Snake video. How did that happen? Because he was on Seinfeld. He wasn't yet. I think it was oh, right god. before that. But he was, you know, he's a national headliner. 
And you know. Oh yeah, she was on Seinfeld once. Yeah. It was probably around then. I think it was a little before he was on the show. I, I swear. Because uh, the Shoshana one, I was always like, oh, my God. <laughs> Look, <come laughs> I on, have you know. got to get into comedy. She was like she was like a senior in high school. He was like he was like 38. Yeah. And like so hot. Like the yeah. hot. Yeah. Sorry. But I just remember when I saw pictures of her when they were. I was like, Jesus. I know. Stern. He got in a big fight with Howard Stern over it because they kept make fun, making fun of it. And he wouldn't talk to Stern for years. Really? Well, you know what? It's, it actually was illegal. Like, I mean, yeah. I guess they acted like they weren't sleeping together. But, I mean, <laughs> come on. You're not banging that chick? But we're still kind of like, yeah, you're, you're 38, whatever. And you're on the biggest show on TV. You can get any girl you want. You know, go legal. Go legal. Right, right. You know what He's I mean? like, no. <laughs> that is true. I'm sure he like, could have pulled No 18-year-olds. <laughs> get sure out of here, you old maid. 19-year-old. What? I thought at that time you could have got the best looking twenty year old in the world. Right. I would have just loved to have been in that situation, that kind of a situation where you're like thirty eight, you're meeting an eighteen year old chick, you're like, eighteen <laughs> <laughs> Get lost. <laughs> when you're in college? Ew. <laughs> uh I don't know. But I mean, you know, I'm sure I, I bet like every eighteen year old he met didn't want to bang him. Like I think he, he got lucky with it. And you know, they're probably not all as hot as Yeah, but it's always th- No, you're right. You're it right. goes back to that thing. It's like if you are if you can get any girl kind of you that you want and you go for a seventeen year old. Yeah. That is a strike, slightly odd. And I think like she had just turned seventeen. Yeah. Like it was like very borderline sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty crazy. Uh, so anyway, I th- I thought it was okay. I I wasn't like that. I you know you know it's funny watching it. I was like I kind of started to realize like he 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 was so famous. He was like the most famous comedian, successful comedian. But he kind of wasn't known for his stand up. Like what made him big was the show, right? So and I've seen him do stand up, but I I feel like his stand up like it's good. But I wasn't like a huge fan of his stand up. I remember him before he was on Seinfeld. Like I would like him. You do? Yeah. Like I would watch him on a Letterman. Letterman or or I guess Leno or something like right before he was. Yeah, on the show. I guess I didn't really. I remember when that show started. I did. It was like I would see commercials with Seinfeld Chronicles, yeah. and I was always like, "What is this show?" And then I, you know, I didn't get into it till late, like oh, three seasons in. I got into it, like, I think when it was The Chronicles. Oh, you did? Yeah. You liked it? Because I liked him. Oh, that's, yeah, I guess if you knew him. I guess yeah. I guess I didn't follow stand-up that much. I mean, I kind of did, but not, I wasn't a huge guy with well, that, it. Well, that doc was talking about how, uh, you know, Paul Reiser, you know, was a similar style, but he actually got bigger first because he, he got discovered. You know the story about how he gets discovered in the movie. He gets in the movie Diner accidentally. Yeah. What is that story? He like went to the audition with his friend. Uh-huh. I always hear those stories. Yeah. They all, everyone was like, they were all saying that story was true. And Barry Levinson saw him. And the, the, the movie's about like kind of Jewish guys in the early 60s. So he just looked at him. He's like, I think you're right for this. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's good in it. Yeah. He's really funny in it. That's a really great movie. But yeah, what a, that's like, he was doing stand up at that point though, right? But everyone thought, said Seinfeld was going to hit first. Yeah. And then he just got this kind of lucky break, you know? So I guess Seinfeld was kind of like, had a lot of uh, momentum before the show. They they say in that one thing that he never even, in the one documentary that they, he didn't even really want to be an actor. He just wanted to be a big stand-up. Yeah. Which is, I think that's why, because he actually is like a good actor on that show. What, Benson? On Seinfeld. Benson? 
Yeah, and Benson. <laughs> I, he was. I guess that was his first thing. Okay. But, but like, I feel like he got a lot of shit for not being that good an actor. But he, I thought he was he was good on the show. Yeah, people just gave him shit because he smiled a lot. Yeah, but it was like not. I don't know. He wasn't bad. Never got nominated for an Emmy. He didn't. But he, he, yeah, go ahead. No, in the acting community, they for a long time they didn't respect comics. Yeah, and then it started to change. Now they love them. No, yeah, yeah. They would get as far as the awards. You know, Romano started getting awards. He did. Yeah, and then Jim Carrey. I and I don't think Romano was better than Seinfeld on that show. Like an actor. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, Seinfeld. Yeah, I feel like it's uh, he. He's. Uh, so he wasn't a good actor. That's why the show. I mean, he says things on the show that are hilarious. Yeah. Like I watch the show, and I mean, th- there's people who have shows, comics that you know, are good performers and want to be actors. Who I feel like weren't as good as him. No, and he was smart to put really good actors around him. Yeah. Just like I saw a couple episodes recently of Roseanne, and she was pretty wooden at first. Was she? Yeah. You see the early episodes. She's not really that good. Kind of yeah. like what's. Not- but she was so smart, she put, like, the fucking best actors in the world around. Yeah, her. yeah. Like Goodman and that Laurie Metcalf, you know? They sucked. <laughs> um, yeah, that's basically... Uh, this is a quick thing we, we can talk about. We It just reminded me because of uh, Sarah Gilbert was on that show. Yeah. So do you want to talk... We did this... Sh- we, did your, we did your show, yeah. like, two weeks ago at the Gaff, and... Uh, Timothy Busfield was there, which is like, did you know who that was at the time? I mean, when they pointed it out, I wouldn't have noticed him right off the bat. He was on 30-something, and he was in Revenge of the Nerds, Poindexter. Yeah. And uh, he was in Field of Dreams. Aaron Sorkin liked him and put him in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he was in The West Wing. So anyway, he was with a woman and and some, you know, older woman. And uh, I was like rapping right next to Timothy Busfield. I some there was an Eminem song on, and I was rapping it really well. And the woman started looking at me, and kind of like almost like impressed with how I was rapping. And then Timothy Busfield was like, "Oh yeah, Eminem." And I was like, "Oh, you like him?" They were both like wasted. This woman and him. And um, and I was like, "Oh yeah, you like Eminem?" He's like, "Yeah, well, you know, I love the song Stan because you know, like I'm a celebrity, so I've dealt with like crazy fans." And he's like, "Nothing like her though." And I was like, "Why? What? What does she do?" <laughs> and he's like, "Well, you know, Little House on the Prairie." You know, and I'm like, and I looked at her, and I was like, "Who?" And I was like, "So, because she was like a guest spot on Little House on the Prairie." I was like, "Who was she on that?" And he's like, the, "You know, Laura." And I kept looking at her. And I was like, "Yeah, that, I don't know what." And then the more I looked, it was Laura Ingalls. Yeah. I think that's like, I've told people that story and like no one seems to think it's impressive. No, because <laughs> it was a generational thing. That They didn't rerun that show a lot. I guess later. they did it. But I mean, as a kid, I'm, I mean, I think it's because my sister, I was really young. My sisters loved it. So yeah. it was always on. <laughs> and But I remember I told her, I'm like, dude, that's Laura Ingalls. I know. And you were like, well, no way. Um, and her so, sister was on Roseanne. Was on Roseanne, yeah. yeah. And But then it came, I guess... We talked to them for a while, and I think she said that, like, one of them is adopted. Sarah, like, Melissa Gilbert's adopted. Yeah. And, uh, and she, I, the conversation with that, I had her, too, because we were talking about stand-up comedy with her, is that she was like, oh, I respect, she said, oh, I res- respect comedians. My dad was a comedian. I'm like, really? Oh, she said that? Yeah, so I wikipedia her dad, and her dad was, like, this famous comedian who was on TV. Oh, really? I forgot his something Gil- uh, Gilbert, and uh, he killed himself. Oh, he did. Yeah. When? In the seventies. Oh, how? What? What is that? Like a lot of comedians do that. Yeah. Do you think that's? 
like there's something to do with comedians. Sad clown. Yeah, there is something to that, right? Do you ever have depression? I do, but I so we all. But do you think comedians are more prone to it? Because you always hear that, like, because even in the Seinfeld thing, he was like, you know, there's something about this. Like, if you're doing this, there's like a a gene, <laughs> like you're you're crazy or not crazy, but like there's something weird going on. Right. Do you agree with? That? I didn't used to think that, but now I'm like, yeah, there's something. I think a lot of it is is like. Your desperation to be loved, you know? yeah. And if you're not getting the attention that you at least want, or at least maybe you used to get, yeah. You know, like if you're like, you see comedians around the city, they're not getting booked as many places they want to. They're really they take it so they take it personally, yeah. Like it's well, know, it is a little personal. Like <laughs> it's not. we don't want you. Oh, all right, not a big deal. Just me, just my personality. <laughs> I think it's helped me to be on the other side of it and book people sometimes because I, I, it's not personal. It's like there's just so many people well, you now, put on your show, you know? Well, now it's just like every, there's too many comedians. Yeah. Every like three weeks, there's like th- 100 new c- crop of comedians that like, I, I don't know. And then like now you can do it for like six months and be have a huge career immediately. Yeah, make a video and be huge. So that's one thing that's weird about it. You know, I, I've noticed, and I do think that that's true. I think what happened with me with comedy is like, I think I did get a lot of attention young from my family, and then like everyone grew up and like went away, uh, and I didn't have the, that anymore. And I was like, well, I was, I'm really funny, and everyone thinks I'm great. Like you guys should. So I think that's why older when I would meet because it still happens to me now. Like if I when I meet people and they don't like me, I'm like, what? Like I can't believe it. Like I can't believe people don't like me. You're like a millennial. <laughs> You'd be a millennial. Yeah, I mean, I. Yeah, I guess that was kind of a, a brat. <laughs> no, I think I just had a very skewed idea of myself. No, I think it's a lot of comedians are like that. I think that comedians, all of them got got a lot of tension. They may have been the funniest one in the group, but now you're putting them all into one pot. Yeah. So you're dealing with a bunch of people who want to be the center of attention. Everyone does. Right. So comedians, you know how a lot of times comedians won't laugh at each other's jokes or they won't, yeah. you know, on Facebook and stuff like that. It's almost harder to get a like from a comedian sometimes because yeah. they're too busy posting their shit that they want you to like. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, I've tried to stay off Facebook. It's a nightmare. <laughs> I just, I go on there for four seconds and I'm yeah. like, I'm nothing. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? So I like Twitter because it's like audi- those are the audiences, and Facebook the, is the open mic. Yeah, like, you know, I got to get off this. I'm trying to get off my phone more. It's it's yeah. really depressing. The phone. You can't stay on Facebook too long. You'll get depressed. I try not to. I try not to get be on it. Are you on it at all? Yeah, I mean, I I like to post and not look. As much yeah. that helps. Facebook is more depressing because comic, especially all my friends are comics on Facebook. So everyone's promoting their shit. Yeah, Instagram actually is now getting slightly depressing because it's all that's pictures depressing of, too. of like award shows, or award shows, or just gone fucking vacation somewhere. That's right. cool. Well, like uh, the Emmys just happened. Yeah. All these comedians I know are like, I'm at the Emmys, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, Instagram's depressing. The only time I really post on Facebook is my Twitter is linked to it. Yeah. So my posts from Twitter will go there usually. Uh, yeah. So and I can't even get it. too political. I get political on Twitter, but I don't on Facebook because there's a lot of bookers and stuff, I feel. Some of them I run into, I've worked with, and a lot of like Trump guys. You yeah. know, so I try not to piss them off too much because I'm like, what am I doing? I want a few likes. I want to lose a gig over this. You know what I yeah. mean? And these guys, I know some of these bookers, they will not book you if they if you're they don't mind if you make some Trump jokes, but if you are harsh, 
They get mad. Yeah, I wrote a couple of mean Trump. Th- I mean, the, the Puerto Rico thing, I was just very upset about. Yeah. I just, it was like, dude, I, can't, I, it was one of those things. I'm like, enough is enough. Like, I this can't be. I don't know. It's just the news. The world's like very depressing right now. Oh, is that, do, you, do you get that? At this all? is like most depressing week, and then today with the fucking. Shooting. I know today was like, and it's a Monday too. Just everything's <laughs> shitty. Like it's just not. This, this week is not going to end up well. You know, like this, Tom this Petty was like the fifth worst thing that happened today. Tom Petty maybe dying. And um, I felt really bad about that too. Tom Petty. Yeah, let's see. Well, no, that's a bummer. Like uh, he, he's a bummer to die. Like he uh, he was great. Uh, Keep talking. About I that. I usually don't get like I'm not one of those like when celebrities die I'm like oh but he he's one that like uh like the the only the only celebrity that died that I really felt bad about like really bad was MCA from the Beastie Boys. Oh yeah, and it wasn't about him. It was more about what he represented. Like that group represented my youth yeah. completely. My youth like. The days of like, yeah, my life, I can do anything I want. And then like, it was, I felt like that was like officially the death of my youth, you know, like, oh man, that really bums me out. So it's more about me again. Yeah. But also (laughs) those guys were kind of, they were young. They were going to make more music, you know? And that. Yeah. He was young. I think he was like. He was in his forties. Yeah. He was like 48. Yeah. And so that was, that pissed me off too, because I'm like. Those guys were gonna kick around for a while. They you know were, I mean? yeah. Even though they were, they they were starting to take their time a lot. They really would take too much time in between. You know what I mean? But there's no like, it's no, like, you're, it's like curb your enthusiasm, which was great last. Right, night. right. Like, there's no reason for him to do this anymore. He doesn't I know. need to. You, so you do it on your. Phone. What'd you think of it? I liked it. Yeah. It was good. It was just like exactly how it, it, how it's been. I think the first episode of the season always sets it up, so it's never the funniest one, but it's still good. You know? Yeah, he. I mean, the the good thing about him is like he's looked like that for the last like thirty years. So he, it's not like oh, he looks so old. He just became famous looking old. Yeah, everyone looked a little older on that show. They though, did. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, you, you start to real you you start to realize how how long. I mean, it was the last season like two thousand eleven. Yeah, but the first season was two thousand. Yeah, I remember that first special. Uh, like, because that's how it started, right? Where it's all a lead up to his comedy special right, that he bails out on. So, did, did they make that? Do you know f- just specifically as like a pilot for a show, or did it just happen? They made it, and then they're like, "Let's do a show." I think it was like there was some truth to it. I think that he was planning to originally do stand up, and then he realized he didn't want to, so he decided to make a mockumentary about yeah. him not wanting to do stand up. In the end, that's really funny. Yeah, that's really he, he was a stand up for a while, right? Uh, you know those stories about about him right? just the story I've, I've heard that like he maybe even this was in the first special that they he would go out and be mad at the crowd he well, would just go out and be like fuck this yeah there was one i really like identified his <laughs> attitude of things there was one story I, where he would they gave him a apparently the story is this like he would always be mad that he would get a bad spot on the show yeah like he was first or last whatever so the booker really liked him and said listen i'm gonna take care of you tonight it's a packed house we're gonna put you on the middle of the show right it's all you it's gonna be easy for you, and he wasn't—he never really that great as a comic, anyway. But he, right. he goes out there, he looks at the crowd, he's like, "Yeah, I don't think so." Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. That's uh, no, it's great that that's because that basically sounds like a Curb Your Enthusiasm yeah. episode. Have that's you ever a- seen him do stand up? Yeah, I mean, he did on the that pilot kind of a little bit. Yeah, and uh, I think I've seen stuff online and stuff. Yeah. So he has a weird story, right? He was a stand-up and then he kind of stopped and he wasn't like doing well, right? Oh, because I think he just... 
you know, his humor just showed you that the funniest guys sometimes can't translate that into stand-up. Right. And his humor was so out there that it was just not out there, just maybe not appropriate. Seinfeld's was more appropriate for yeah. for stand-up. You know, so. Yeah, it's just so funny that I because I feel like he couldn't even ever get a spot or anything on TV. And then now he like. Yeah. Revolutionized comedy. It's just so funny. Like you see that people like the industry. I'm sure for years, you know, there were years where Larry David was around. They were just like, no. Uh, well, I think he always worked though, because I think people he didn't appreciate his brilliance because he was a writer for a lot of shows. He wrote know? for SNL, but I think only for like one year. Yeah. Then I was looking up. He was writing for some other things too. He was, he was on that show Fridays. He was actually. On. I remember news on Fridays. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I like, think people always appreciated him. Like. But I think that he wasn't really like you know accepted worldwide or you know by the general public. Yeah, I mean he definitely was struggling yeah. as a in, as a in showbiz. Um, but I watched it. And I was like, I, you know, I th- I think that shows. I mean, yeah, I feel like it's it, but it, it's run its course. But I guess it hasn't because like I was expecting it to be like bad, but it was exactly how it always yeah. is. You know what? Even if it's not as good as it used to be, I don't want people to shit on it. Because you know what? I want that show to be on. And this yeah. guy has no reason to make it. So if everyone starts piling on, shitting on it, yeah. he's not going to do it anymore. And yeah. I don't get to see my show anymore. Well, I think they're probably... I mean, the, the good thing is that it was good. Like, I was yeah. watching. I was like, yeah, this is this is curbing your enthusiasm. But I remember towards the end of Seinfeld, the last year was on. And the quality had gone down a little bit. Yeah, it was, it was terrible, silly. I thought. Yeah, but still better than 99% of the things on TV. You know? Well, he was gone for the last one, right? right. The last season. The, the last season was silly, but still better than most things on TV. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, reason, Some of them are really bad the last season, I think. But, but the point is what I'm saying is it was the beginning of the internet, and I think that he, he took it to heart. And he said, you know what? I'm just not going to do this anymore because people are shitting on me. You know? Yeah. And the thing is, all right, that's fine. But now I don't have that show anymore. Because, yeah, that's true. You know, and I don't like that. I, even if Seinfeld at half the power is better than most things on TV. Right, right. I don't think no, that's true. Yeah. some trolls, it's their right to, to tell me when the show yeah. should be on. You know? No, that's true. I wonder if people, you know, the reviews I've seen for it have been good. He'll, he'll keep doing it. Yeah, but he doesn't have to. That's the thing. Yeah. You know? But why wouldn't he? I mean, what the hell? He can just do something that he that's great anytime he wants. Maybe because he the pressure. I don't think he cares about that though. No, he, I think he's sensitive to that. He doesn't want to ruin. All, all he has now is his legacy. So if he makes something really bad, you know, yeah. And I don't just don't want people to shit because it's like the last season or two of The Office. It was the quality had gone down. Really? It was I never watched that? Yeah, because he had left the show. But Who? I still Steve Carell. Oh yeah. But I enjoyed it, and everyone was like, "Oh, it sucks." I'm like, "If you keep doing this, they're just gonna." Well, say, I mean, but it, that's everything now. Right. It sucks. <laughs> everything sucks. But I like the show, so I, I Simpsons has, has has been on for 30 years. It's not as good as it used to be, but I still yeah. like to watch it. Yeah, I haven't watched that in a while. I go up and down, like I go through phases of watching it. But aren't you glad it's still on? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm not unha- I'm not Good. unhappy that it's still on. It's an institution. Yeah, it's cool the curb is back. I mean, it's better than a lot of shit on HBO. It kind of shows you, um, you know, a lot of those comedies and a lot of you know the, the show. The comedy shows now are usually like uh, what? Like what are the big comedy shows? That none of them are big on network TV. Right? A couple of them are right, like Goldberg's. Big, yeah, Big Bang Theory is huge. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's all right, I guess. What I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. You don't compare Curb Your Enthusiasm to dramas. You compare it to comedies on TV right yeah. now. Now that's what I'm. Yeah, yeah. Name five ones that are better than that. 
I I, you're right. No, I can't even <laughs> name. I I can't even name five that are odd. I mean, what is it? The Goldbergs. Everyone said Modern Family. I've right. never seen either of those. Right. I've seen them. Not better than Curb Your Enthusiasm. What uh, What else is there? Uh, Big Bang Theory. Not better than Curb Your Enthusiasm. You know. And uh, then HBO has a lot of comedies that just aren't that great. Yeah, the Vice Principal ones is okay. It's all right, but not better than Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. So and what's the other one? Uh, the, well, I guess the Deuce. That's not a comedy. You, you, you back to that. You haven't seen it. The dudes? No, no. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. If you can name all these comedies that are on TV that are so great, then we're like, maybe there's no room for Curb. But yeah. There, there no, isn't. there's not. Yeah. No, and, 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 and like I said, it, it was back. It, it felt very much like right where they left off. Right. He was exactly the same. Everyone was exactly the same. Everyone was on their game. Uh, J.B. Smooth is fucking hilarious. That he's dude. funny, and you know it. It is such a great dynamic. How he's just such a little baby <laughs> about everything. He just turns everything into. I feel like the show. Is. He like fights with people all the time now on the show. Yeah, did yeah. It, was it not as much like that at the beginning? It was less like that. He would have, but now it's like every scene he's fucked. Fuck, fuck. I like that though. It's funny. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's a really funny show. It's how many? What, what season is this? Like nine. Uh, wow, that's awesome. Do you do you um, identify with him at all? Because I do think that's a big thing with him. Is a lot of people feel like they're like that. Yeah, totally. I mean, just and it's like very Seinfeld. Like the thing at the beginning when he's in the shower and he can't get the yeah that thing to pop. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that's just an observation. But right, I think everyone's. It is amazing how he became the breakout star of Seinfeld, acting-wise. Right. None of the other ones could, like, ever get another vehicle. No, she did, though. Oh, Veep. Yeah. That's another one. I, don't, I mean, I've seen that once. I was like... Huge show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... Uh, it is huge, but yeah. it's just like, who cares? No, thanks. <laughs> uh, anything else? Have you seen any, any movies? No, I just saw it. You, know. you just saw it. I, yes, yeah, just saw it. Did you like it? Uh, it was pretty good. I thought it was all right. I know you didn't sucked. Like it. I thought it was okay. I feel. I think I was saying to you like I feel like that that story is not conducive to a whole movie. Like I feel like the the first scene is great, and then after that, nothing else is as oh, good. Yeah. The first scene was great in the original one. Yeah, because it's such a great scene. Yeah. It's so creepy and like. And, you know, I don't like out of the ordinary. Right. And how old is the kid supposed to be in the beginning scene? <laughs> I just feel like I was like, if you at that age, I know you're young, but if there was just like a weird clown <laughs> in the sewer grid, I'd be a little more like, <laughs> be like, oh, this is he's like, oh, yeah, hey. like, how stupid are you? <laughs> you're not like zero years old. You know, he's like, what is, what is the kid like 20? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Like eight, seven. Yeah. I guess that's young. Did you ever have any like close situations like that as a kid where you like cuz now I look back by at a clown? Yeah. Um well, you know, New York was a lot different back then. Yeah. There're just a lot of clowns walking. But I mean, now I look back when I was like a kid and like Seinfeld kind of talks about that a little bit like when he was a kid they just his parents never knew where he was. Yeah. And I remember, like, growing, you know, I grew up here, and, like, I remember, like, being able to go to the playground at, like, five. Yeah, no. <laughs> just alone, you know? And I'm like, how did I not get murdered? I mean, like, <laughs> it was just, like, I wouldn't know things. Uh, um, and, yeah, I don't know if it ha- I mean, that Eton Pates, you know, that story. Yeah. That was, like, the beginning of it where the kid. And then I remember I got in trouble actually later after that. Like, well, there was one time where I disappeared for, like, an entire afternoon. Oh, yeah. And I was probably, like, 30. No, I was, like... <laughs> I was probably like 10, 9 or t- I was probably 10. I went to see a movie and 
And then I came up and they were like, and they're yelling at me. And I'm like, uh, and I, I thought they were just mad that I'd seen a movie. And then they kept saying Eton Potts. And I, I just kept saying that. I'm like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> but I guess that was kind of the beginning of like, oh, yeah, like people can get, kids can get murdered. Yeah. <laughs> and it was weird because I, I there's this, in my family, my brother, that's, I, I got to remember story a little bit, but we had some situation when he was younger, maybe like junior high. With this older guy wanted to hang it almost was like that that different strokes episode. This older guy wanted to hang out with my brother and his You mean the, the bike bike shop yeah, one? Yeah. yeah. And it, my brother and his f- friend all the time and like he would, you know, and he'd take them places and stuff. Nothing happened. This was your brother? Yeah, yeah. And nothing This was last then, year. Yeah. No, no, I think after a while then my family like this is strange, you know. Did your family know about it for the whole time? How did they meet him? How did your brother meet him? I don't know, but maybe he was a little older than that. And then they were like, "I don't think you should hang out with this guy." And he's like, "Okay," and he swears nothing. I don't. I believe it. How no. old was your brother? I don't know. Maybe anywhere from thirteen to fifteen and stuff. Like I that. think I might tell you that happened to me in this neighborhood where my this guy started like started a relationship with one of our friends there was like four or five of us that we'd hang out and this one guy one kid he like targeted and give letters to and buy things for and then he was always just around yeah taking everyone to like you know paying for video games and taking everyone (laughs) to movies and like and i you know i was the only one that was like i I think this is kind of weird i told my parents and they were like yeah, that's like weird. Don't <laughs> be around that guy. Yeah. And then I told my friends that and they were like, no, he was he was married. Yeah. It's just so funny. Like, you know, now hearing that like, oh, someone was married. So they're not a pedophile <laughs> <laughs> like that actually makes it more likely that you're doing that. Oh, yeah. It's we didn't know back then. It's so bad now. I remember a couple of years ago I was hanging out with. My girlfriend and uh, for some reason I, I don't know we had to go over to what, like a playground for some reason I, I don't know if we were meeting someone there or something and she's like uh, she's like oh I want to get some food will you just go to the playground alone first I'm like no I'm not doing yeah that. she's like what are you <laughs> talking <Hey> guys about? <laughs> yeah I'm just like the dude grown <laughs> yeah. dude at the playground alone yeah I'm like I, she goes I don't understand I'm like you have to be with me or I'm not going in there yeah because they're gonna look at me people are like well what are you doing I'm just hanging out. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I used to go to the playground a lot when I would take my nieces there. And uh, nieces, right? Yeah, no, but like, uh, they would no one would really talk to me. Like, I felt kind of the odd man out because I was like one of the only males there. Yeah. It was all these like moms who were shitty. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> they just they just didn't want to talk to me. You know what I mean? Uh, well, at least they didn't think you were a pedophile. I don't know. Maybe they did. Who, I mean, but I, I mean, they, they could see that I was like with these yeah, these kids. You have children, you're fine. You but know? there is like a weird thing though. Like if as a man, I don't know. I'm finding it more like being a man. Like you know, it's kind of like uh, men don't have it as easy as people think. I just feel like in a lot of situations, immediately people are like, "Oh, you're a man." Ugh. Yeah. Like everything, like I asked a girl something like recently, and she like got all freaked out, and I was like, "I just asked you where you got that hat. Like <laughs> I liked the hat." I you were gonna say, "Can I sleep with you?" No, no, but you know what I mean. But it's like, well, get it. you know, you know, it's just kind of like that. Do you know? It sounds like when I walk down the street, like there, there's people all the time, and I'll see really hot women, and they always look really angry, just staring straight ahead. And I think it's just because every guy, there's so many creepy, disgusting guys who yeah. are like, yeah, baby, like all the time. Yeah, like those catcalling videos. Yeah. So you're just seeing them, that the the result of that all day. You yeah. know what I mean? So 
It must be really hard to be like a woman walking down the street. Seriously, right? I think there's, there's some truth to that. <laughs> Especially if you walk by me. No, but I mean, yeah, it must be. I never really thought. I mean, girls would tell me, but I'm like, you know, I walk down the street and like there's people everywhere and I get annoyed just because people are in my way. I can imagine if they're all like yelling at me. No, I remember years ago when I, uh, I went, uh, I did a show at the Duplex. Yeah. Which is a gay bar. Yeah. You know, and... I don't know. I may have had a kind of a, a little twink vibe to me at that time. I was young and stuff yeah. like that. And I, the fucking, all the guys in there. Did you go there in your assless chaps? <laughs> like you used to early on in comedy? <laughs> but I went, I left the showroom and I went to go to the bathroom and these guys were like grabbing my ass. Like they didn't fucking They care. were? Yeah. And I was like, oh, now I know what a woman feels right, like. Right, right. You know? I think like when a guy goes to jail, they're like, oh, this is what a, what it's like for a woman in the world. Yeah. Because, like, they're in jail and they're like, oh, like, I might get raped at any time. And I'm like, not, I'm kind of joking, but I do feel like it's like a similar vibe. Like, women do have to worry about that. Like, yeah. oh, I'm going to go out tonight. I might, maybe some guy will be crazy. Yeah. Well, and I think, and it's also, it's like, guys justify it. Like, when I was in that gay bar that time, like, I think they justify their actions. Like, well, he's in a gay bar, so he must like this. Right, right. You know? And that's what <laughs> girls get all the time. Like, well, she's out hanging well, out. Yeah. Well, she's in her house. <laughs> I mean, why would she be in her house if, she, if she's next to her bed? Like, oh, you're crazy. Uh, all right. Well, let's wrap it up. Yeah. Actually, you have a show. Today. You're doing the comic strip? Yeah, the Seinfeld place. Yeah. All right. So, so come let's, out. let's look for the keyword stuff. Tom Petty. Vegas stuff was really Seinfeld. bad. Seinfeld, that shit's bad, man. All of it. Vegas or Seinfeld? Well, Vegas. Yeah, that was really bad. Yeah. Uh, Trump, Puerto yeah. Rico. Yeah. We mentioned all that. What else has happened? Jim Carrey is crazy or something. Yeah, that's old news though. No, there's a new thing this week. That his he killed his girlfriend or something. Oh yeah, uh, we'll can save that one for another time. Curb your enthusiasm. Yeah, curb. Yeah. Um. All right, that's it. And uh, yeah, gun control. Tom Petty. Gun control. Gun control. Trump sucks. All right. All right. We'll see you next time. Right, Last exit to Brooklyn. Bye-bye.
got a good